All right, the Yankees season has now been over for 10 days. They have not played since losing Game 5 of the ALDS to the Rays. Uh, after going up 1-0 in that series, they lost the next two games, came back to improbably win Game 4, and then lost Game 5, a game I expected them to win, a game they were favored to win, and their season ended short of a goal of the World Series again, and that's winning the World Series. That's the goal, not appearing in the World Series, which is something they also haven't done in a long, long time, but winning the World Series is something they'll have to wait to do again until next year in 2021 uh and i didn't do the podcast after game five because i just didn't feel like talking about it it was a horrific game a game the yankees scored one run in i think they thought maybe that one run would hold up the the Aaron judge solo home run and nice to see him join the team and do something and yeah he hit the home run off shane bieber in the wild card series yeah he hit the home run off blake snell in game one uh and he did have the home run in game five but that was it uh, three solo home runs in seven games from the number two hitter, that's that's all he provided. Uh, and one run wasn't going to stand up. It wasn't. Even if he had robbed that home run, the Yankees were eventually going to lose because of uh, the, the solo home run later, the solo home run that eventually won it. And you just, you're just not going to win a playoff game one nothing. You, you know, it's very hard to do. That's why it's very rare. And the Yankees offense, once again, did their annual October disappearing act. Uh, they just came up short. They couldn't get the hits. It wasn't the pitching that let them down. It was the offense that let them down in Game 5. And uh, you watched this last week with the Rays and the Astros. Uh, you know, the, the Rays didn't necessarily put on a hitting clinic, but but the Astros did, and, and the Rays had the pitching. And that's what's carried them to the one seed in the, in the American League. That's what won them the division. That's what got them now to the World Series. We'll face the Dodgers uh, as the two number one seeds meet. And it's funny to hear Aaron Boone talk about the randomness in the postseason. And Brian Cashman has mentioned how it's a crapshoot the postseason. Uh, it's a small sample size. What crazy things happen. But they don't really happen that often as often as the Yankees would make you think. And the Yankees only talk about the randomness of the postseason and the crapshoot of the postseason because they don't win in the postseason. And this season, the number one seed in the American League Rays will face the number one seed in the American League Dodgers. And last season, the team with Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin won the World Series. And that's funny how that happened. And the year before that, in 2018, the 108-win Red Sox, best team in baseball all year, won the World Series. And the year before that, the uh, what 101 win Astros faced the 104 win Dodgers in the World Series, and the year before that, the Cubs, the only 100 win team that year, they won 103 games. They won the World Series, so it's really not that much randomness, and it's not that big of a crapshoot. Yeah, you can go back in time and find teams that went on crazy runs and either got to the World Series or won it, but that's that's rare, and you, you find that in any sport. The playoffs aren't that random. They're not that much of a crapshoot. The best teams usually get there. And if it's not the two one seed, it's like the one and the two seed. That's just how it is. And the, and the Yankees use that as an excuse because they don't win in the playoffs. So when they don't win, they need a reason for why they don't win. So they go, oh, it's it's a small sample size. It's random. It's a crapshoot. And I'm sure Aaron Boone, who talked in his end of the season post, uh, he talked to his end of the season press conference about how the Yankees were a tie game in the eighth inning away from beating the Rays, who are now in the World Series. They weren't a tie game in the eighth inning. The Yankees could still be playing game five right now, and they still wouldn't have scored. When were they going to score in that game? And and even if Chapman had done his job, which he hasn't done now in two years, and if you go back to 2016, he almost blew that game, and then the game seven in the World Series for the Cubs, 
He ended the Yankee season last year. He ended the Yankee season this year. The guy is just not good in a big spot. He could throw 101. He could throw whatever he wants. These guys can hit 101. And then the only thing to keep him off is your slider, which always is a hanger. And then the new, and then th- that's it. So let's say he had done his job. Where were the Yankees turning after that? Where were they going? Were they going to Michael King or Nick Nelson or Jonathan Holder or Luis Sessa? Where, where were they going? The Rays could keep trotting guys out for the till the end of time, and the Yankees weren't going to hit them. But the Yankees, they weren't going to win that game. Was Chapman going to have to go three innings, three scoreless innings, like he, Mariano Rivera in, in the 2003 ALCS Game 7? So the Yankees weren't that close to beating the Rays. They scored one run in Game 5. They got three hits. They weren't that close. And even if they had, I don't think they would have beat the Astros like the Rays did. And the Astros tried to make history, become the second team ever to come back down 3-0 and fell short in Game 7, but would the Yankees have beaten them? The Astros lost Justin Verlander. The Astros lost the best two pitchers in baseball and still made it to Game 7 in the ALCS. They gave him one win away from the World Series with a rotation that was all rookies, with a, with a pitching staff basically of all rookies. The Astros aren't going anywhere. They'll be back again next year. And you just look at the Rays and their pitching staff, and, and Brian Cashman mentioned in his end-of-the-season press conference that he, he actually admitted the Rays are a better franchise than the Yankees right now. And that's embarrassing. Given the Yankees' financial resources, that should never be the case. The Rays have to be right in nearly every single move they make. They cannot be wrong. They can't just cut their ties with a bad contract. They don't really give bad contracts because they can't be wrong with them. And when someone's up for what could potentially be a bad contract, they trade them or let them go. And they just keep churning out new pitchers that are great. Or they go make a trade for Tyler Glasnow and Austin Meadows. And they and they just find these guys like G-Man Choi, who the Yankees had, and he's no longer a Yankee, and now he's hurting the Yankees. They, they, they could The Yankees could have had Charlie Morton, the best Game 7 pitcher in the history of baseball. They could have had him for cheaper than Jay Happ. And I know people will say, oh, well, Charlie Morton, he only wanted to pitch in Tampa. He only wanted to pitch close to his home. Do you think uh, a few million dollars might have changed his mind? Because I do. People only say they want to do something until the money is in front of them, then they change their mind. So if the Yankees had given Charlie Morton the half deal, or, or even a little better, maybe they'd have the guy who's giving up one earned run every postseason instead of Jay Happ, who possibly, who pretty much single-handedly cost the Yankees the division series. The, the Yankees' goal now is to be better than the Rays. It, it flipped. The Rays were chasing the Yankees last year. The Yankees chased the Rays this year, and now the, the Yankees have nothing to show for what they did last year. They went to the ALCS and got their asses kicked. And the Rays went to the ALCS, and now they're in the World Series. And they're four wins away from the organization's first World Series. So either you're going to get the Dodgers, who haven't won in forever since 88, or you're going to get the, the the Rays, who have never won before. Both teams have better pitching than the Yankees. Both teams develop players better than the Yankees. The Dodgers are what the Yankees want to be. They use their financial might when they need to, but they have the player development to make sure they don't always need that financial might. The Yankees have never figured it out. They haven't gotten the balance that they need. They haven't become the superpower that they should be. They should be a dominant team every season. They should have never-ending prospects to go with the financial might. But the problem is, 
the player development's not so great, so then they have to go and trade some of those prospects to plug the holes that are left by their inability to always develop pitching. It's why they had to get rid of Justice Sheffield for James Paxton or trade away their high-end pieces for Sonny Gray, even if those high-end pieces never amounted to anything. And then they turned around and got to trade Sonny Gray for nothing, and now he's a front-end starter once again. So the, the Yankees have a lot of work to do. Aaron Boone was right when uh, he told the team after the Game 5 loss that there's a lot of work to do, and he, there shouldn't be. If you're in the middle of a championship window, you should have no work to do. You should have zero work to do. That's how you get in a championship window. It's by being ready to win now. This Yankees team is not ready to win now when you look at these other teams. And I wrote about this last week. If the Yankees had beaten the Rays, what were they going to do for a rotation in the ALCS? Were they going to just keep pitching Garrett Cole on short rest all the way through? Because you know they probably didn't want to do it in Game 5, let alone continue to do it for two more rounds. They're not going to pitch Masahiro Tanaka on short rest. So their, their rotation, you would have seen Jay Happ again against the Astros, the old right-handed hitting Astros. You would have seen Jordan Montgomery again, and he did earn the right to start. You would have seen Davey Garcia, who should have just started game two of the LDS again. But as this postseason went on for, for the Yankees with no off days, they were just going to be destroyed. They would not have gotten out of the next round. There's no chance with their pitching. There's no chance. Cole, at, at earliest, on short rest, would have been available for Game 3. And, and so that leaves Tanaka for Game 2, who's starting Game 1 in the ALCS for you. Jordan Montgomery, they would have been in trouble. If you look at how it would have lined up, they would have had, who knows, for Game 1, Tanaka on 4 days rest in Game 2, Cole on 3 days rest again in Game 3, Jordan Montgomery in Game 4 on 5 days rest, then Game 5 and 6, you have no one, and then you bring Cole back on 3 days rest. If you're unwilling to pitch Tanaka... On short rest, he would have only pitched once in the series. To get Cole twice, you would have had to pitch him on three days rest. So you're looking at three starts where you don't even know who you're pitching. Could have been Hap, could have been Garcia, could have been an opener, Green, Holder. Who, who the fuck knows what they would have done? And then, so let's say they miraculously did get through the ALCS. They would have been in the World Series with an even worse situation. I don't know how you'd stack up right now going into the World Series to face the Dodgers, who have Clayton Kershaw ready for Game 1. And they come right back with Walker Bueller. And, and you're looking at what? What are you looking at? You're going to start Michael King in a World Series game for a couple innings? So he could give up his three or four earned runs in three innings? The Yankees were not going to win the World Series, even if they got by the Rays. Their pitching wasn't going to let them. And that should be the focal point this offseason, is getting better pitching depth. Or letting the guys like Garcia and Clark Schmidt actually fucking pitch. There's going to be those games in the playoffs, like Game 5, where you where you score one, one run and you lose. But... It can't come in in a winner-take-all game. And in the other games, when they actually did score, their pitching sucked so much they couldn't win. So the Yankees weren't right there with the Rays. Aaron Boone could talk about that they were there in an eighth inning of tie game in Game 5, but it was more than that. Anyone who watched it knew it was more than that. Anyone who's seen what the Rays have done this postseason or see what they're about to do with the Dodgers and know it was more than that. The Yankees could have maybe won Game 5 if Garrett Cole pitched a shutout. But that was not going to happen on three days rest and not going to happen against the Rays who have seen him so many times. They know what's coming. They're able to work counts, get him get him up to 20, 25 pitches an inning. It wasn't going to happen. And so they lost and they lost again. And it's the same thing every season. And now this this offseason, they'll go to work and try to decide is Gary Sanchez the starting catcher? And I don't know how you decided that he's not. Are you going to trade Gary Sanchez with his value at an all-time low? You're going to give the job to Kyle Gashioka right off the bat and hope that he hits enough ground ball singles in, in the shortstop hole to, to make a, a decent season they got to figure out the rotation they get Severino back but he's not back till the middle of the year 
Paxton's gone free agent. Maybe they can work something with Tanaka. You're looking at pretty much the same Yankees team coming back next season, barring a trade of of someone like Clint Frazier or Gio Rochelle or someone who another team would actually want. And the Yankees, if they were to do that, it would just be to make a move just to make a move because those guys are the future. Those guys are here to help now. Trading Gio Rochelle, what happens? You put Anduar back at third? Anduar can't play third. He can't. When you watch Urshela the way he plays, you can't put Anduar back there. You trade Clint Frazier, the only healthy outfielder on your team, and you're stuck with Brett Gardner again out there. And yeah, Gardner's had his moments, but Gardner's whole career is, is hot and cold streaks. His whole career. He never had been consistent. And the older he gets, he's not getting any more consistent. He was bad the entire regular season until the last two weeks of the season. So the Yankees, the only way they can do something is if they pull some young, valuable piece off their team. And it's just not needed. So you're going to get the same Yankees next year. Hopefully they just bolster the pitching a little. And then you got DJ LeMahieu, who if this team doesn't sign, I don't know what they what the fuck they're doing. Because if you don't have DJ LeMahieu there... You're just looking at even more strikeouts. And I don't really know what you're going to do. What are you going to play? Tyler Wade more? That's the plan. And Hal Steinbrenner's already crying poor talking about how much money the Yankees have lost more than any other team, he said. Well, you also make more than any other team in normal years. So fucking pay DJ LeMahieu. Because if you don't, you're going to be worse next year than you were this year. And this year, we're not even good enough to make the playoffs if they didn't expand the postseason format to eight teams. And next year, you're going to be in a battle with the Rays all season to win the division and I, I can tell you right now the only thing that would even make the Yankees favorite next year for the division is their name because are they really going to have a better roster than the Rays so there's a lot to do this offseason and who knows what's going to be the landscape of baseball next season who knows if the schedule that's out right now will actually be played the owners have been adamant we saw this year that they won't play without fans in the stands right now I don't know how you're going to bring fans in the stands for all 30 stadiums if, if the state of things in this country and, and the world remain the same so who knows? Who knows if we'll get 162 games? Who knows if we're not looking at another 60-game season in another what nine-month, 10-month offseason? But the podcast will go to a Monday-Thursday format now for the offseason uh, because there are no games to talk about every day. I wish I had a few more games left to talk about and, and recap the day after, but unfortunately there aren't. The offseason started again too early. And a year ago today was game six of the LCS when the season ended. And this year, the season ended well before that. So the podcast will be on Monday to Thursday. Uh, more of the guest format that, that the podcast been in the past. I thank everyone who listened during the regular season to, you know, my rants and emotions on Aaron Boone, who I'm sure will give us plenty more rants and emotions in the coming years because he's not going anywhere. Hal Steinbrenner, Brian Cashman said he's coming back even if he doesn't have a contract right now. Brian Cashman recently said he'd like Aaron Boone to be a 10-year Yankee manager. (laughs) 10 years would be seven more years of him. So uh, there'll be a lot to talk about this offseason. This team has a lot of work to do. A lot of work. It shouldn't be the case. You shouldn't be having a lot of work to do in a championship window. But another year with a championship window wasted, and this window's not staying open forever. You look at the ages of some of these guys on opening day, and uh, it's getting late early here, as Yogi Berra would say. So that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. I'll be back on Thursday and every Monday and Thursday until Yankees baseball is back. Thanks for listening.